You only have one life to live, so get the most out of it. On Good Life, Great Life, join me, Brian Highfield, and my guests as we share success stories, habits, mindsets, and lessons learned by successful people. These lessons are not taught in schools, but are critical for getting ahead in life. Whether you want a successful business or career, optimal health, or a lifestyle that most people just dream of, Good Life, Great Life has you covered. After retiring from a successful corporate career in my 40s, I founded multi-million dollar businesses in the sports and healthcare arenas. Now, I help everyday people maximize their lives and speak regularly at seminars, on podcasts, and radio shows to share principles on the topics of health, wealth, and happiness. Don't let a good life get in the way of a great life. Join me today on Good Life, Great Life. Well, welcome to another episode of Good Life, Great Life, and we have with us today, Mr. Adit Jain. Welcome to the program, Adit. Hey, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So Adit is the co-founder of Lena AI, and Lena AI was founded with the belief that artificial intelligence can transform the way enterprises work. So Adit, give our audience a little bit about your background and what led you to uh, co-founding Lena AI. Oh, absolutely, Brian. So, you know, this is back uh, when I was doing my undergrad. Interestingly, I met two of my co-founders who were in the same dorm room where we were actually completing our undergrad. So, you know, we did a lot of projects together. We did a lot of courses together. Uh, We did something in automatic content summarization as a project. And then we did something in face recognition as a project. So come 2015, when we were completing our undergrad, we thought that, hey, we actually work together really well as a team and, uh, you know, we should try and, and do something of our own. Uh, so while we had job offers back in 2015, we decided to uh, try and do something of our own, took the risk, took the plunge. And, uh, you know, seven years later, I have no regrets. Uh, it's been an amazing journey. Uh, we initially started off with a platform called ChatterOn, which was a horizontal platform that enabled anyone to create chatbots without writing a single line of code. Right. So like we, we saw from we saw that scale from zero to over 30,000 businesses who started using Chatteron to build chatbots for their websites, Facebook Messenger pages, Twitter handles for all kinds of use cases like marketing, sales, uh, even uh, internal use cases like IT and HR. And that's essentially where we stumbled upon the idea of Lena AI as a city for the enterprise, city for employees. Right. And, uh, you know, 2018 till date, we have scaled Lena AI. Uh, as an enterprise city or city for employees from zero to over 350 global customers, including likes of Coca-Cola, Lafarge, Olsim, Sony, Puma, Vodafone, Nestle, P&G. Uh, we have scaled our team from three people, just the founders, to over 500 people globally. And, uh, uh, you know, we have raised over $40 million in venture funding from the likes of Bessemer Venture Partners, Greycroft, and Y Combinator. So quite a journey and, uh, you know, looking forward to the coming five, 10 years as well. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's just super impressive to, to go from there. And, and let's start from the very beginning. Let's talk about that moment when you got together with, with these buddies. I mean, was this, was this over a beer and just someone says, hey, I've got a crazy idea. I mean, how did that all come together? Well, absolutely. So, you know, one of the guys, uh, you know, was actually using Vodafone as their you know, cell phone carrier. And, uh, you know, they, they waited half an hour to fix a, a $1 bill issue on their, 
their monthly bill, right? Half an hour because there was there was nobody who was coming online to you know pick up on the other end. No executive, no associate was picking up the call, right? From a support center, from a support call center. So you know, over over late night drinks, you know, he was frustrating. Uh, he was talking about his frustrations, and we thought, okay, you know, this like technology exists today that you know humans should not have to you know do this like should not have to pick up the call and answer simple questions right or solve simple problems so you know that's the birth of chatted on and uh, you know that's where we thought okay let's automate away all support in the world using ai and uh, that's where we built chatter on the platform so talk about some of those early challenges i mean what were some of the hurdles that you really had to overcome to get this business up up and running or was everything sunshine and rainbows i mean was there was there any challenges or roadblocks many many so the business today lean ai is like a city for the enterprise so uh, from chatter on we pivoted on to build lean ai which is specifically focused virtual assistant for employees right how can i help uh, employee in coca cola uh, you know access hr information quickly it help quickly right so that's what we do today so as you see over the last 7 years we have completely changed what we what we do right so of course it was it, it was a tough journey So the first two years, while we got a lot of businesses to start using Chatteron to build chatbots, the problem was that we weren't making enough money, right? People were not moving onto the paid plan; they were just using the free plans, right? So that's where we started looking at, you know, every paying customer to try and understand, okay, what is it that they are trying to achieve? The paying customers, right? So we realized that there is this small segment of, uh, you know, thousand plus employee companies who is using Chatteron. to build internal hr and it bots right now at that time uh, you know, mind you we were out of college undergrad we had zero idea what hr and it really does so we spent like 6 months trying to figure that out so we we called up all of those customers who were using chatteron to build internal hr and it bots to just figure out okay hey what are you guys using it for like what does this mean right and what we realized brian was that as organizations grow there is a lack of access to information and people just spend time finding information right so to solve that problem we launched lena ai as an employee virtual assistant or like like a buddy for the employee for everything they need in the organization right so and, and even after that we've gone through multiple pivots but yeah this was one of the defining moments of our own uh, journey of the last 7 years Right. Awesome. And how did you go out and find find these clients? Uh you know, what was your marketing strategy in the beginning? Absolutely. So as we launched Lean AI as a city for the enterprise, uh you know, we were targeting CHROs primarily initially, right? Uh, chief human resource officers of 1000 plus employee companies. That was our target segment. So Uh, you know what we did brian was we realized that okay we are just a three people company right nobody is going to trust us out of the bat so nobody is going to sign a 100000 dollar contract a uh, 100k contract just because we are us right mm-hmm. so what we did is we used to go to these guys and we used to say okay is this a problem for you and when they said yes we'd say great we're going to do a quick pilot of 3 months and show you the value of the solution if after that you think there is you know there is value you Come in a twelve-month contract with us. If not, then you can just stop using it, right? And and we'd be we'd like literally get into these five ten thousand dollars, not more than that, just five k ten k USD pilots. That's it. And and we did a bunch of those. Like we we did like first 
15, 20 customers. We just got by doing pilots after pilots after pilots. So one big learning for us, Brian, was if you're going after like medium to large customers and you are a small startup at this at the beginning, you should never try and go to them. Okay, sign us a two hundred thousand dollar contract. Never, right? You should just say, I I'll come in if this is a big enough problem for you. Give me a five thousand dollar pilot. I'll prove my worth to you, and then we can you know do something bigger together. That yeah, and I, yeah, I think those are good lessons because you're you're first of all you're you're trying to solve a problem that they're having, right? So you're asked that's your first question. You're like, is this a problem? Yep. And it's a simple yes or no. If they say yes, then you're kind of like it's almost like a free sample. It's not free. They're paying a little bit, but yep. it's it's kind of like, hey, it's free. Let's sample this and see if it solves your problem. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, no hard feelings. And you said you did a bunch of them, so you kind of cast a wide net there. And I'm sure not everybody signed on, but uh, it sounds like enough saw value that they signed on and, and you were able to expand from that. Yeah, actually, at Lina, we haven't lost a pilot in our lives. Really? That, yeah. that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah, so, you know, in the early days, you know, I, I used to do it myself. You know, I used to sell and then I used to do all the customer success myself, right? Of course. So, you know, it's amazing what an entrepreneur's will can do the entire business right you know so number one was i think brian one good learning that i can share with mm -hmm. you shows our customers properly right so we never went and did pilot with a company which is 200 people strong right even if the chro of the 200 people company said that okay no this is a problem for me too we said okay no we don't want to do a pilot with you because we know that your problem is not going to be big enough so yeah. you're probably going to invest in it as much during the pilot because see apart from the money apart from the 5k 10k usd pilot it's also about, you know, the time that you, the, the, their time is a bigger investment than the money, right? So I know that for people with more than 1,000 employees, this is a big problem. You know, their HR teams keep getting calls all the day, right? Okay, why, why is my pay stub? Why is my salary less? Why are my taxes high? Right? How do I add a dependent to my insurance policy? Their HR teams keep getting those questions. So we had nailed the problem that, okay, definitely 1,000 plus employee companies have that problem, which is much like for them, it is a bigger problem than for a 200 employee company. So that's why I said, you know, we chose our pilot audience very, very carefully. We did not say yes to people who were like 200, 200 employees. No, we said no, that okay, no, not right now. Maybe we'll come to you later, right? And by the way, till date, we haven't ever, you know, went to 200 employee companies. Wow. We only sell 1000 plus employee companies, right? Because yeah. we know that it's a bigger problem for them. It's not a big enough problem. So I think the lesson here and the learning here is that, you know, you need to, in the conversations before you actually start doing the pilots, you need to understand who is it a problem for. What I often see entrepreneurs doing is that, you know, they'll say, okay, let's just do it with everybody and we'll figure it out. But don't waste your time. Talk to them. I, I'm not saying that you should not talk to them. You should definitely talk to everybody, but then figure out who is that 1% of the audience, which is definitely going to have the problem that you're going to try and solve. Right. And, and who is it the biggest pain point for, and just go and do it for them initially. After that, you know, as you grow, after you've got 10, 15, 20 customers, you can then grow left, right, and center. That's not a problem. Mm -hmm. Then you can come back and service other people as well. But initially the time spent by entrepreneurs and founders you know, has to be very focused, extremely narrow focused for you to win in the long term. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you really got hyper focused on on your target market. That's that's a big enough problem. They're willing to to spend the money uh, on the problem, and I, I think that's really really smart. So while we're on the topic, what are what are some other some big revelations or some big 
lessons learned uh, from growing your business that you would share with aspiring entrepreneurs? Absolutely. So I think one of the biggest learning has been this, uh, you know, while you're in the process of understanding what you want to do, make sure you speak to people, understand their problems. So a lot of time, first time entrepreneurs is what we also did. You know, first time entrepreneurs, they create technology and then they find the problem. Yeah. Right? So they, they create a solution and then they find a problem. This is exactly what we did with Chatter on, by the way. Right. And uh, I, I think that's very bad. It wastes a lot of time. So the, as a first time entrepreneur, the biggest thing that you can do right is figure out what market and what problem do you want to solve? The solution will be built later. So you realize, okay, I want sales leaders to save, uh, to, to convert more leads, right? That's a problem you can work backwards from, right? That's a problem you need to solve. Don't say that, okay, I have created this tool. Let's try and sell it to anybody who it can solve problem for, because then you end up being nothing for nobody. That is one biggest learning. And, and actually that's a rule at Lean Aya now. So every product we launch, Brian, what we do is we say, sell first, build later. So it, it goes sell first, build, because if you're, if someone is ready to even give you a 5K contract for a pilot, or if three or five people are ready to give you a 5K contract for a pilot, that means it's a big enough problem for them. If the pilot goes well, they'll definitely pay more. And definitely there's a bigger market as well. So the rule of the thumb here at Lean IA, whenever we do a new product, is sell first, build later. Yeah, because especially with software and, and technology today, you can you can probably produce something fairly quickly and, and a lot quicker today than I was in IT 20 some 30 years ago, where it took months to develop stuff. And now it's more like days to weeks. Yeah, now with, with Figma and Adobe XD, you can actually get like prototypes and wireframes and how it's going to look in days, like yeah. hours. Not, not even days, hours. Yeah, and so I think, again, just kind of reiterate your lesson there is like figure out it, what the problem is before you actually come come with the solution out there. And so you're selling, you figure out the problem, sell the solution, and then go build it rather than trying to trying to throw a dart at the dartboard and build something that may not apply and solve the, the customer's problem. Exactly. And interestingly, over 95% of first-time entrepreneurs will still do this. And I can only hope that some of them hear this and, and not do this mistake, not make it. Yeah. So what's, so what's next? I mean, you grew from three people to over 500 people. And, and what was the, the total amount in funding? I, I couldn't say if you said 14 or 40 million. What was that number? Four zero. Four, 40 million. That's, that's, that's very impressive. It's, it's very, very impressive. That's really cool. So, so what's next? So what's, what's the next big thing to... To, to either grow this company or or what's what's uh what what's your what's your outlook? No, absolutely. So I'm I'm very bullish on the entire industry itself. So if you think about it, you know where we stand is like the anti help desk or anti uh, shared services kind of market. We say so. Our philosophy is is very simple, Brian. We say that you know in the enterprises today, uh, you know all support as an employee, all services as an employee that I need you know, should not require a human. It should be instant on my fingertips, on mobile, wherever I am, whenever I need, I should be able to access those services and I should not need to have to raise a ticket or to go to somewhere. So we basically want to obliterate all kinds of help desk. There is IT help desk, HR help desk, finance help desk, reimbursement help desk, whatever, right? Travel help desks, all help desks by using AI and automation. So 
I, I think it's going to be a large $500 billion play industry uh, over the next five, seven years. And, uh, you know, I've spent seven years in this conversation AI industry. I'm easily going to, uh, you know, spend seven to 10 more and see it through. Yeah. And uh, I think there's a huge market for that. I mean, I, I hate talking to people. I just do, <laughs> you know, and so if I, and, and we all got used to just having instant access to information too. So if we have an issue, we want to solve it as quickly as possible without, you know, waiting on hold or interacting with the human being and having that solution at our, at our fingertips. So I think you're exactly right. So if my laptop is working slow, I should not have to wait for one hour for the engineer to come in and then take a screen sharing session and then figure it out for me. Right. Yeah. So that's exactly what we what we do, Brian. We we are gonna completely automate support for employees in large companies, be it HR, IT, admin, finance, procurement, whatever. We're gonna automate it away. So let's switch gears a little bit. Talk about your your work life balance and your and your lifestyle. I mean, you've grown a successful company, and I don't know if you're the are you the type of person that you're just all work, or are you you trying to trying to balance your work work play uh, environment. So uh, mostly all work kind of a person, but yeah, recently I've changed that, uh, you know, started spending, I, I realized, you know, I was uh, growing a little uh, unhealthy specifically, you know, physically getting fat and all. So, you know, understood and have started working. So for the past uh, few months now, I have made a routine to hit the gym uh, six days a week and whatever may come, I, you'll find me in the gym six days a week for yeah. one, 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 one hour for sure. Yeah, and that's great. And it, it's funny because I saw uh, a short little clip of Gary Vaynerchuk one time and then someone asked him, they said, hey, how, how important is health for your business? And he said, well, if you don't have your health, you're out of business. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So what, what about other lifestyle? I mean, is, is it has, has, has being an entrepreneur and being successful in this business, has it, what, what type of options do you now have that you didn't have before? A lot of them. So, yeah, you know, I, I can frankly work out of anywhere. So we have people in the US, in Europe, in Middle East. So one, you know, you have the option and the liberty to live wherever you want globally. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, that, that's a great advantage because I like to travel and, uh, you know, we have customers all across the globe as well. So you can actually you know, travel and go see them and also enjoy on the side. Uh, the second is your hours are also, you know, sometimes it can get crazy. So if you don't know how to manage it, it can get extremely crazy because, you know, with global presence also comes a lot of responsibility, right? With 500 folks is also responsibility uh, increase that happens. And, you know, if you don't know how to manage it, you, you'll end up working 20 hours a day and not stop ever, right? And, you know, if you don't have health, you don't have anything. You don't have a business to run, right? So uh, I, it also took some time for me to understand that. But yes, now, you know, I've strict guardrails on what I do and what I don't, what is important, what is not, what can wait. And what cannot because technically everything is always on fire you know when, yeah. when, when a business goes everything is always priority number one so uh, you know you have to learn what is important and what is not you have to let some things go and uh, you know learn to you know learn to live yourself as well yeah yeah i completely agree i mean you talked about you know uh, living wherever you want to live and that's why we moved to florida instead of being up north in ohio and and, and battling winners um and and just um, you know, just having more more options than than what you had before, and so it sounds like uh, you, you're you're doing really well. I mean, your business obviously is doing super well, um, and you've made some lifestyle changes. Um, you look happy, you sound happy. I, I love everything that you're doing. 
How can our audience uh, get in touch with you or learn more about Lena AI? Absolutely. So if anyone wants to get in touch, uh, you know, I'm available at adit at the rate lena.ai. That's my email. Uh, shoot me a message and I'd be happy to chat up. Awesome. And we'll, we'll have those links, that email, uh, along with the podcast as well. So Adit, thank you so much uh, for, for being with us today. This has been uh, uh, really fun for me. And I know our audience uh, enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you for having me. Have a great day, everyone. Absolutely. You too. Thank you for listening to another episode of Good Life, Great Life, brought to you by Brian Highfield. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.